Hey there everyone, Art Burns here, wishing you well today. I hope you're all having a great day. So one of the most common things that human beings share with each other is the stress that we feel in our bodies, right? You know, over 77% of American adults deal with chronic stress. That means that they get into the stress response every single day of their lives, right? And while stress is one of the most common things that we all go through, it is also one of the least understood or maybe most often misunderstood things that there are in our lives, right? And this is because what most people think about when they think of stress is the stressors, or are the, because usually there's much more than one, they are the stressors that cause the stress. Okay, so we think of stress as the work that we do. We think of the stress as the, the parenting that we have to do. We think of the stress as our children's behavior, right? We think of stress as the traffic jam we get stuck in. On and on and on goes the list, right? But that's where we place our sort of, um, you know, uh, the, the designation of what is the stress in our lives, okay? But this is a mistake, okay? The truth of the matter is that the stressors are something that cause the stress in our bodies, right? And all those things that I mentioned, all the things that could be outside of you are the stressors in your life, okay? But the stress is your physical reaction to those stressors, okay? And it's a really important distinction to make because what happens is when we go through our lives thinking about the stress in the stressors, right? When we think about the fact that all of those other things are what is the stress in our lives, then what we do is we're always looking outside to try to fix it, right? We're trying to, you know, get things calmed down. You know, we're trying to fix the behavior of our children so that they don't stress us out, right? We're trying to change things with our work or try and change things with our morning commute or trying to change things the way that we, um, you know, we think that when we go to the supermarket, if we can change others' behavior, you know, that don't get in our way and don't bump into our cart and stuff like this, then, then maybe we'll feel less stress in our, you know, we'll experience less stress, right? But the fact of the matter is that you have no control over any of that, including the behavior of your children, right? We like to think we have control over these things, right? And of course, the lack of control can sometimes be one of the biggest stressors that there are. That can sometimes be the thing that makes us most fearful, which is where stress comes from, right? But the thing again to understand is that stress is the physical embodied response to the outside circumstances. Right? So while you can't control what someone does to you in a supermarket, whether they bump your cart or not, you can't really control what your children are doing. You can't control what other people are doing around you in any circumstance, right? You can't control the traffic, you can't control the weather, you can't control the, the, the ups and downs of life. And this is what life is all about, right? The, the ups and downs that we go through. And we have no control over those. But what we can control is how we respond to those things. Right, And when we respond to those things from a place of fear and worry, right, that's when the stress response in our body comes through. Right? So it could be said very accurately that the stress that our bodies go through is a physical response to what is in a mental and an emotional experience. Now, let me explain to you what I mean by that. Now, let's say we get stuck in traffic. Right? And we think that the traffic is what's causing the stress in our bodies, but what's really happening is when we get stuck in the traffic, 
right? We we have the choice, right? That most people, you know, if you're like I used to be, and if you're like most people are, what we do is we squeeze that steering wheel, right? And we sit there and we, we get, you know, upset about this traffic, right? We start thinking like, well, if I had only left a little earlier, or if only this appointment wasn't a half hour later, or if only some bozo didn't, you know, didn't get to an accident up ahead that's causing all of this stress, right? If only, if only, if only, right? If, if you know, and then also we think about like, well, what if, what is going to happen when I get to where I'm going, right? And I'm late, right? I'm on my way to pick up my kids or I'm on my way to work or I'm on my way to big meeting or I'm on my way to meet a friend for a cup of coffee. Like, what are these people going to think of me? What are going to be the circumstances, the, the consequences, pardon me, of what of my being late now, right? That is what causes the stress, right? Thinking about what is the outcome, right? Anytime that we're feeling fear, now there's a, there's an acute fear that happens in an instant, right? That 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 is something that like we you know like walking across an icy path. This is another uh, common example I like to use. That that when we feel our feet slip, we automatically feel this sense of fear, like oh I'm gonna fall. Let me be careful, right? But the fear transforms immediately into a an awareness of danger. Okay, when it stays in fear, that's when we're thinking about the outcome, right? So instead of thinking about you know just steadying our bodies, putting our our weight a little bit forward, like you see a penguin walking, right, and and bending our knees a little bit and being more careful, if we're instead thinking about oh my gosh, if I fall, I'm gonna break my arm and then I won't be able to work or I won't be able to go to my uh, you know this wedding this weekend, I won't be able to put on my suit or you know what have you, whatever it is. Now you're thinking about outcomes. Right, and when you're thinking about outcomes and you're busy thinking about all that stuff, well, guess what? You're not thinking about where your feet are, and now you're more likely to fall. Right, same thing with the traffic jam. Right, if I'm thinking about what's going to happen, what's the consequences, what what is going to come from this experience, right? What is going to happen because of this external experience in the external world, right? All of which I have absolutely no control over, right? But when I start thinking about that, I start dwelling in fear, right? And I'm thinking about the outcome of the situation. That, that thinking about the outcome, that fear that I'm feeling related to the outcome is what is causing the stress in my body, right? The stress is the heart rate speeding up. The stress is the respiratory system speeding up and the blood pressure rising. The stress is the various parts of your brain shutting down because you're in fear and you're, you're in survival mode, right? And that is not coming from the traffic. That is, and it's not even coming from the consequences, right? The actual consequences are not something that is real yet, right? And, and the truth is that we never know what those consequences are going to be. Right? And when I talk to clients about this particular situation, because this is a very common thing, right? When we get stuck in traffic, right? We're cruising along, we're running maybe a few minutes late, but we're figuring like, okay, I'm gonna be fine, everything's gonna be good, and then boom, traffic, right? And now we feel like, oh, it's like an assault on us, right? Like, like now my whole thing just got ruined, whatever it is, right? And so, and again, that's where we start getting tight. We squeeze the steering wheel. We start going through all these really big and heavy emotions that, that bring us to a place where we're, we're wound like a spring. You know, we're tight, we're, we're volatile, and we're, we're no longer working with all of our faculty, right? But instead, 
if we can keep ourselves calm, right? And we can keep ourselves just present and accepting of the fact that, yeah, this is traffic. It's, you know, it's not fun. I'm not happy that I got stuck in traffic. And whoever it is I'm on my way to meet is not going to be happy that I got stuck in traffic either. And there may very well be some sort of consequences that come out of this. But I can mitigate those consequences by the faculty that I maintain. I can mitigate those consequences by staying calm. Because when I finally show up, right, wherever it is that I'm going, right, like to pick up my children, for instance, right, if I show up to pick up my children 10 minutes late, they're probably feeling a, a combination of fear and, and, you know, embarrassment and shame and maybe, maybe some level of guilt in their poor little minds. They're kind of figuring that they did something wrong here, you know, and, and so when I show up, if I show up as this person who's like, oh my God, everything's terrible, you know, <laughs> look how horrible this is, then all those emotions that they feel are going to just shoot right up, right? They're gonna feel that times 10. But if I show up and I'm calm and I'm reassuring and I'm confident and I'm happy, right? And I'm, I'm in a place of, of, of homeostasis and resilience, right? Calm and steady and that, that rock that my children need me to be. If I show up as that, then those emotions come down. And then they realize, then they can learn the lesson that, you know what? Sometimes traffic happens. Sometimes delays happen. And it doesn't mean that it has to be a bad thing, right? Same thing as you're showing up for an interview, Right? If you show up at the interview and you're sweating and, and choking and, and you know and, and like this hot mess because of the stress that your body's feeling, the person's probably gonna be like, okay, maybe I made the wrong choice here. You know, maybe I should uh, check out another candidate, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm joking here, but you get what I'm saying, right? If you show up calm and confident and 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 you know level-headed. And you explain the fact that, yes, I was stuck in traffic. I hope you got my message. I'm very, you know, I appreciate your patience and I'm sorry to take up your time like that. You know, I'm hoping that we can still have a wonderful, productive interview. I'm, I'm really looking forward to telling you about myself, right? Which person is the, is the interviewer likely to say, yeah, okay, you know, traffic happens. It's okay. Right, because that's the thing, if it's an interview and they see you buckling under the pressure of being 10, 15 minutes late, well then that says a lot about how you're gonna be on this job, right? Same thing that your kids are feeling, right? They're gonna feel that from you and they're gonna sense this, like okay, mom or dad is, is really scared right now. So if mom or dad is scared right now, then I better be really scared right now because that is bad news, right? And so, so, the, the, so again, getting back to the, the original point, right, is that the stressor is not the traffic. The stressor is not getting to your kid's school on time or getting to the interview on time or, or getting to the store before it closes. That is not the, I'm, I'm sorry, that is the stressor. That is not the stress, right? The stress is your response, right? And you always have a choice of how you respond. So how do you do that? Right? How do you take advantage of this choice? Right? It's very, very simple. Okay? Number one is just simply pause. Right? Just stop for a moment. 
when you feel that thing happening in your body, right? When you feel that, that tightness in your chest, you feel the, the grumbling in your stomach, because that's something else that happens in the stress response. Our, our digestive system shuts down, and we can feel it in, the, in a queasy sense of our stomach, right? When you feel that, that throbbing in your head, right? That's your blood pressure. When you feel a tightness in your muscles, right? That's the fight or flight syndrome, right? That's your body tightening up and getting ready to either run or fight, right? Or freeze and, par and paralysis, right? So when you feel any of these sensations, right? Just pause for a couple of moments. The second thing you do is while you're pausing, you take three really deep breaths, but specifically breathe from your abdomen. Okay, draw it in with your diaphragm, right? Really, you know, and, and you might even take one of your hands and place it on your, your belly while you do this so you can really bring that, that attention down to your abdomen and really use the abdomen to draw the air into your lungs. This is going to produce two really important effects. Number one, you're gonna get more oxygen into your body and into your brain, which is going to be healthy for you. But number two, and perhaps more importantly, is you're sending a very important signal back to that fear center in your brain that, you know what, everything's okay, right? Like if you were running from a tiger, you wouldn't stop to take three deep breaths, right? So your body's gonna say, okay, you know, my, your brain rather is gonna say, okay, my body's breathing like this, that must mean that we're safe. You know, let me check, let me see, are we safe? Do I see any other signs of danger, right? And because you're pausing and focusing on your breath for those three breaths, now the mental activity has stopped too, right? And so now your, your brain is gonna say, okay, yeah, I don't see any other signs of, of, you know, nobody's trying to trick me here, so okay, it looks like we're not in danger anymore. Let me turn down the faucet of, of cortisol and adrenaline and norepinephrine, let me turn it all down and stop it, right? And then pretty soon, if you can maintain this for a few minutes, you're gonna start you know, kind of letting go of that, that sympathetic nervous system response, and then you're gonna transfer that to the parasympathetic nervous response, okay? You're gonna go from fight or flight to rest and digest, right? And so, and so that's now, of course, this does take a little time depending on how high the stress level is, right? If you're in a full-blown like panic attack, right? It's not gonna happen in two seconds, right? So I wanna be very realistic with you, right? But that's the key, right? If we are always kind of looking out for what it feels like to be in that stress response, what we do is we understand it and we see it a lot sooner in the process. We can see it when it's a very small feeling, and when we can see it and when it's a very small feeling, we can then take a few, few breaths and it changes very quickly from the stress to the non-stress, from the sympathetic to the parasympathetic, right? And so that's what we want to do, right? We want to get to know our bodies this way. And what this requires is just a little bit of practice. And it's not even practice that has to take a lot of time. Yes, you can develop this awareness through formal meditation, but you can also just be aware of it all day. You can just remind yourself, like, what is my body feeling right now, right? Am I, you know, what am I feeling in my body? What am I feeling in my emotions? And what am I thinking, right? You can always just kind of look and see what that is. Now, some people really do well with setting a timer reminder so that every couple of hours the timer goes off, says check in, you know, and you check in with yourself, right? 
Other people prefer, you know, to do it around specific, you know, things that have landmarks in the day, right? Or milestones in the day. Like, so when you're leaving work, when you're getting to work, before you get out of your car, you know, uh, before you go to the washroom or while you're going to the washroom, while you're walking there, you know, um, anything that works for you, right? You know, and, and if you want some help figuring that out, please get in touch with me. But the idea is to get into a routine and a method by which you're always checking in with yourself. And the more you're doing that, the more you're going to understand yourself. And the more you understand yourself, the more you're going to be able to regulate yourself. And that's what we're talking about here. And then you can stay free from the stress. You can drop out of that really crazy statistic of 77% of people in this country, right? You cannot be part of that group anymore. And you can, you can then live your life on your terms, whether that's your parenting life, your work life, your social life, your love life, your alone life, right? Any area of your life is going to benefit from you being able to show up as a calm, collected, and, and you know, sort of aware person. So I hope you enjoyed this video. If you have any questions, please, hit me up, okay, as you know, as soon as you can. Don't wait, because then you'll forget about it, okay? If you have a question, just send a message right now, okay? Reply to this video or send me a message, and let's get into a conversation, because I know there's a lot of people out there who don't need to be doing this, right? And I know that it's impacting you because I've been there, and I want to help you to get out of it the same way that I have. So please, if you have any questions, let me know. And if you'd like to talk further about maybe some coaching that can help you to develop this awareness and help you to escape from this cycle of stress that can really hijack the day, then please let me know and we can have a conversation. Okay, it might be much more accessible and, and within your reach than you might think. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. I wish you well, and I'll be back in tomorrow. Take care.